Chirp family, what's going on? It's your boy, he is Melo D, Melo, Jalil, Drippy, whatever you want to call me. And we are back with another episode of I'ma Shut Up Podcast. This is episode 28. I hope everyone's having a good day out there. If you're not having a good day, go do something to make sure that you're having a good day because who's in charge of your happiness? You are. <laughs> what's going on, good people? Um, I hope everyone's having a good day. I hope your mental spirits is high. We are on episode 28. So this is our um our Corel Buckhalter. <laughs> our Corel Buckhalter episode. I think he wore number 28. I'm pretty sure he did. Now I gotta check it to make sure. Yep, number 28. He wore number 28. So yeah. He <laughs> he that's the name of our episode today. But um yeah, I, I don't I don't know any basketball player that wore number 28 for real. Or other sports for that matter. Oh no, work work done wore number 28. Yeah, you know what? It's this is our work done episode. I like work done more than I like Carl Buckhalter. But um so before we get started today, guys, I just want to uh I want to play some audio from um the end of my guest spot episode with the entangled thoughts. Um, so just listen to this. Um, I was listening to the episode over the weekend, and um, honestly, I just felt good. I felt hype about what they were saying. So here goes some of it. All right, thoughties. Uh, this is either going to be at the beginning or the uh, end of that collaborative uh, podcast. Uh, big shout out to Melody. He really That's came me. through. He really brought it. Hey, Miles, if you're watching this, bro, it's just Mellow or he is Mellow D. I know it's something small, but it's my name. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to keep it going. Energy. It's a fun-loving guy. Uh, I'm not going to lie. We had mad technical difficulties during the uh, actual podcast, we but we did. pulled through. Yeah, definitely pulled through on it. Uh, so that's going to be a fun thing to edit. Uh, and I, I, I have to put a rush job on this because we have to get this shit out by Saturday. Uh, how do you feel about it? It was straight. It was real cool and everything. Like I said, we had great chemistry with Melo. I mean, I wasn't worried about chemistry, knowing that me and you were both real good people, people, and all that. So I was like, hell yeah. I can hear their... Excuse my dogs barking, but I can hear their fire alarm going off. Y'all need to change y'all battery, bro. Change your battery and the fire alarm. He, he was cool. I'm glad everything everything went smoothly. There wasn't too many fuck ups. We didn't have a problem with like speaking out of turn. Like I thought we might have. I thought we might have the same problem too, but I think we were all very respectful of like, oh, let's let's let, let this person talk. Yeah. And uh, I think that just kind of, for me and you, that comes from uh, us knowing podcast etiquette, from me bouncing off me, uh, me and you, I think. And I think he kind of like innately picked that up and followed through. That's a fact because that's my first guest spot. I don't know what I was really doing. I just kind of followed suit. But also, too, I'm I'm a courteous person. I try not to talk over people that much. So, yeah, it wasn't that hard to do that. Man, like, no, he he's definitely 
going to be one of the next biggest podcasters, and he's already doing phenomenally. He's uh, arguably he's doing better than us. I, 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 I love it. I love that for him. I love that for him. I hate it for us. <laughs> like, 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 damn, nigga. Like, like when you see, like, or when I tell you, I see somebody do some good shit. Like, god damn, this nigga was cooking. Fuck. Like, I, I, I get like a happy, angry. Shout out to y'all boys. Uh, thank y'all again for bringing me on. Uh, I thought it went well. Um, y'all warmed my heart. <laughs> y'all warmed my heart by what y'all said because, like, bro, I really have no idea what the fuck I'm doing right now. Um, I'm just kind of winging it, throwing shit up against the wall and see what sticks. But it's good to hear that other podcasters can see my content and they see the, I guess, the value in it, and they can see like, hey, this. This guy's gonna be something. So thank y'all for that. That's really all I wanted to say. Um and play for y'all. There's another six minutes. This was at the end of the podcast. Like this obviously I wasn't even talking with them or there with them when he was doing this. So this was all genuine shit from them. And um I just wanted to say thank y'all. Wait, hold on, listen to more of this. Go check out Melody and I'm a shut up podcast. He, he's 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 growing. He's shaking. Like I say, give him another year to a year and a half, and he's is going to be one of the biggest podcasts in the black culture. And Do y'all hear that shit? Them niggas been potting for three years. I've been going for three months, and they saying it. A year to a year and a half. One of the biggest podcasts in the black culture. That's heavy. That's real heavy. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to Miles. Shout out to Jaden. Yeah. What the fuck? I just had to get that out. Because that made me feel good as fuck. Especially too since I'm kind of a failed rapper or whatever. But these niggas know what's up. Shout out to (laughs) y'all. Anyway, man. uh, My weekend was pretty good. Kind of chill, really. Uh, Didn't really do too much. Football's over now. So... We was just watching All-Star Weekend, and, bro, that shit is corny now. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's not what it used to be. Um, Yeah, it's just not what it used to be. Um, I'll give you all my little recap of everything. Um, I watched, like, kind of most of the Celebrity All-Star game, and then I uh got the rest of it. Got the rest in the ending and everything and all the highlights and shit from, um, you know, the internet. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to just tell y'all the truth. Like, I didn't watch the three-point contest. I didn't watch the dunk contest. I seen I seen the highlights of the dunks. Well, I, wa- I watched all of everyone's dunks. Bro, the dunk contest is corny as shit now. Sorry. It just is. Uh, yup. Y'all chill out in there. Excuse me, that was my dogs acting stupid as shit. Y'all probably heard that. I should keep it in there, <laughs> just just so I can see if I heard them. But yeah, um, I watched the celebrity all star game and the regular all star game really, for the most part. Uh, so for the all star game, my boy Shannon Sharp, he was coaching against um Stephen A. and um Shannon Sharp's team won one hundred to ninety one. 
Michael Parsons, who was on Shannon Sharp's team, he was out there balling out. He won MVP with 37 points and 16 rebounds. Um, it's, I'm glad to see him, like, dominate a whole game and not just three quarters of a season. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was good because if you really think about Michael Parsons, he goes crazy in the first, like, 60 70% of the season. Then history has shown us he just completely disappears in the last like 30% of the season. You don't even hear from the man. He might get like one sack every four games. Like, it's weird. But, um, <laughs> he's still, but like, I'm still giving him some flack and I'm saying that you lost or whatever because the nigga predicted that he would score 40 points and he only scored 37. So in true cowboy fashion, the nigga fell short. <laughs> like, that's what cowboys do. <laughs> you say you're going to get 40, you get 37. No, you don't get any cool points. Sorry. I'm not giving you none. Um, also, Kai Sinat, he looked like a little-ass kid out there on the court. Um, bro was really small as shit, dog. <laughs> it was funny. Like, they was really not trying to give bro the ball. He was jumping around, like, kind of throwing little temper, temper tantrums on the court. Um... Cause he really just wanted the ball, like bro, like just share the wealth. But it is what it is. I seen a video where um they was giving out the MVP and Kai Sinet looked pissed, bro, because he really didn't get to play like that. Um, they really wasn't giving him the ball like that. Nothing. Um, in my opinion, I guess Shannon really just uh Shannon was more focused on winning the game. Than like the whole popular uh, popularity aspect because like let's be real, Kai Sinet had the biggest following on the floor when you add up all their socials, and that's including Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Smith. I think Stephen A. Smith might might have slightly. Oh no, you know what? I'm lying because Stephen A. and Shannon they don't have a Twitch. They don't have a fucking. They don't have a, a Twitch or streaming audience. They just got their Instagram, Twitters, stuff like that. Kai got Instagram, Twitter, and all the streaming audience too. So, yeah, Kai definitely had the biggest following on the floor. But, yeah, they just wasn't letting bro play. Um, Puka Nakua was balling too. I seen him. He was dunking on people and dunking, making some baskets, looking good out there. Looked like he could actually play ball. CJ Stroud as well. Um, he looked pretty good out there. Um, my last point about the Celebrity All-Star game, though, was uh, the court was fire, bro. Like, with the LED lights and all that other shit. Um, they should use that for the in-season tournament instead of them, like, overly colorful courts. That's just my opinion. I just think it's a better court. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, I told you I didn't really watch the three-point contest, but um, I looked it up. I think I'm lying. I didn't look it up. I just was listening to people talking. And I think Dame won the three-point contest, but then Steph Curry faced Sabrina Ionescu from the WNBA in an all-star shootout or something, and he only beat her by, like, three points. So that's cool. Shout-out to her. Shout-out to them. To, Shout-out to the representation for the WNBA. Um and yeah, like I said, I didn't watch the dunk contest in its entirety, but I did go back and watch all the dunks from the contest. Um, Mac McClung won. Um, 
two years in a row, and now my boy going right back to the G League. Uh, it's a sad story, but um, the dunk contest is whack, bro. No, we don't know. Only other person that I really knew was Jalen Brown, and his dunks was fucking terrible, bro. Like, I don't know. I've been hearing, like, it's a whole, everybody has their theory on how to make the dunk contest better. I say get rid of the dunk contest in its entirety. Stop it, because nobody really cares about dunks in the NBA anymore. When I was a kid, the dunk was the big thing. Now it's the three-point contest and competition. I say get rid of the dunk contest and bring in one-on-one competitions. You get your, you get, let's say you get, I don't know, seven people from the East, seven people from the West, and y'all do like a one-on-one tournament. And you are the one-on-one champion of the All-Star Weekend. Like, I think that would be way more entertaining than the dunk contest or revamping the dunk contest. Like, I heard Stephen A. say, like, they should do something where um, they go out and find the best dunkers in the country, NBA or not, or whatever, and then you have some of the all-star guys sponsor them. So it would be like LeBron James isn't going to be in a dunk contest, but he's an all-star guy. So he sponsors, let's say, Terry Dunkston. I don't I don't know. I'm just making names up. But he sponsors Terry Dunkston. And, yeah, he's basically like dunking for LeBron in a sense, but not really. But, like, you know how that shit works. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think that. I mean, I guess that could work in theory. But I just say, bro, start up that one-on-one competition. Start up that one-on-one tournament and let them niggas ball, bro. Let them niggas put on a show. Let Or you can make it even more interesting and make it like the three-dribble one-on-one. So then you really got to get in your offensive bag, bro. Yeah, that's, that's how you fix it. Fuck the dunk contest. All right, yeah, they were great. The last great dunk contest was Aaron Gordon and, and Zach Levine. After that, bro, the shit has been trashed. Sorry, not sorry. Yes, we know the whole Jordan and uh, what was his name? Uh, Dominique Wilkins, their battle, and you know, uh, Dwight Howard with his donks, and Andre Iguodala, where he like almost hit his head on the fucking yeah, he had a really good dunk. Nate Robinson's but like all y'all will go down in history as. Yes, legacy. These were great. This this was great. This was a part of All Star Weekend at one time. But put that shit to rest and break out that one on one tournament, bro. I swear it'll be way more entertaining. But um, nextly, kind of going in with All Star Weekend. Um, my boy Chris Brown was going off because apparently. He said that they hit him up for All-Star Weekend, and then some, some, something happened where the sponsors, who was Ruffles, they said they didn't, they didn't want Chris Brown, and so that yeah. So I'm going to just read y'all what Chris Brown was posting on his story. I'll give y'all Ruffles' uh, response, and then Chris Brown's reaction to Ruffles' response. So here we go. Chris Brown says, if y'all still hate me for a mistake I made as a 17-year-old, please kiss my whole entire ass. I'm fucking 33. I'm tired of y'all running with this narrative. You weird-ass niggas are the same ones that tune in every week to see Blueface and Krishan beat the fuck out of each other in front of the world. But that's okay. It's entertainment. All y'all can suck my dick, disrespectfully. 
where are the cancel culture with these white artists that date underage women, beat the fuck out of their wives, giving giving bitches AIDS? Oh, that's right. They are your buddies. No more fake love from me. Stay out of my way or get ran over. Simple as that. None of you, and I mean none of you, niggas can fuck with me. Okay? Yeah. So, like I said, he posted that basically because it was a... Uh, it was saying... I seen that they, the NBA hit him up to join All Star Weekend, right? Like he was going, I guess, be in the All Star basketball game or some shit. Um, and then they uh, they had to renege on the offer because apparently Ruffles was like, nah. So Ruffles responds and says, Ruffles sponsored last night NBA All Star Celebrity Game. However, we did not have any involvement in nor visibility to any player decisions or celebrity invite discussions. I'm sorry, bro. That seems like cap to me. And yeah, that just seems like cap because how the fuck don't you? If you're sponsoring the event, you you kind of get to choose who y'all want there. That's, that's kind of common sense, but whatever. So Chris Brown says in a reaction to that was Ruffles, Cap, cap, cap. He he posted like what's that? Five cap emojis. He said, "I guess y'all trying to save face now. Stand on business. Don't try to make li- make it look like I'm tripping. You and the NBA representatives know exactly what y'all are doing. I have no reason to lie. Y'all know I don't chase clout. The only reason they responded is because all of the Team Breezy fans flooding their shit. Stop fucking playing with me. See how fake this shit is, cowards." Y'all know damn well I ain't lying because I never be on this type of time. Uh, these bitches, Ruffles, at Ruffles, and added them, are trying to save face. Um, I'm rocking with Chris Brown, bro, because that don't make any sense. It's the, the fact that they even came out and said anything. That's an admission to guilt, in my opinion. Because you, like, if y'all didn't do, if y'all had nothing to do with this, why fucking even say anything? Just let it go how it go. It will die down after the weekend. And that'll just be that. But y'all came out and tried to say, oh, we have no... What'd y'all say? We have uh, no involvement or visibility to any player decisions or celebrity invites. That's a lie. Y'all sponsored... Y'all paying for this shit. Y'all can... You can tell somebody, hey, nah, get that nigga out of here. Like, I really wish y'all would have, like he said, just stand on business. If y'all didn't want him there, just say that. Like, listen, yeah, we didn't want you there. Instead, y'all want to be fake. Hold on. I think my dog is in the trash can. I'm about to bust her up. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um. Yeah. Where was I, where was I at? Oh, well, yeah, as I was saying... I'm rocking with Chris Brown, bro, because you're a corporation that paid for the shit. You knew who was going to be there and who was participating and all that. Stop the cap. Real shit. But um, nextly, I told y'all that I was thinking about getting back into, you know, the, the new current wrestling and everything. And like, bro, I think I'm back, doggy. <laughs> My boy, The Rock. The Rock has gone heel. He is going heel, heel. Like, 99 heel. Yes, I love it. Like, 
He back to calling motherfuckers fatty again. He said, you shut your mouth, fatty, before I smack the herpes off your lip. <laughs> My boy is back, bro. He is back. He wearing the fucking, the, the Fosachi shirts and everything, bro. Oh, I might be back in. He canceled the sing-along, my boy. Like, you know, when he be like, if you smell. Bro, he told them niggas, nah, you lost the privilege to do that with me. Shut the fuck up, basically. That's what he told them. If you smell what the bloodline is cooking, bro, he back. And then I think at the end, he threw up like an L. When everybody was throwing up their fists. So, he kind of give it, he foreshadowing that he might turn on them niggas too, bro. Yeah, bro, I'm back in. I'm back in. I'm back in, bro. I'm back in. <laughs> I'm back in. Uh, That was just a small little blurb I wanted to tell y'all about that. Because it's like, I seen it on my For You page. And some shit on t uh, Twitter. And I was just like, bro, I got hype and shit. I'm back in, bro. My boy Rocky was out there looking like. Obviously, kind of his old his old self. Definitely. Nextly, um, as we um before I get away from um, I guess basketball. Even though I kind of did get away from basketball by talking about the Rock, but jumping right at, back into basketball real quick. This is a really kind of like basketball oriented pod. Crazy thing, crazy how sometimes things just happen that way, but um. Larry Bird, Larry Bird called LeBron the greatest player to ever play, bro. In quote, he says he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, the greatest player to play the game. So all you fucking Jordanites, hang that shit up. Um, Y'all crown MJ to go when this same player, the same guy, Larry Bird, when the same guy called Michael Jordan, Jesus in gym shorts or some shit. I don't know. He said something like that. Like, yeah, he called he called Michael Jordan Jesus, right? And y'all started saying Michael Jordan was the GOAT. Give him the same, give that same energy, okay? Give that same energy for LeBron. Because Larry named the first GOAT, and he named and he gets to name the second one as well. The torch has been passed. Larry Bird has said it. LeBron is the GOAT. Stop arguing it now. <laughs> but um, also kind of going on with that, it got me to thinking, you know, watching uh, All-Star Weekend and everything and seeing everybody out there. Um, it got me to thinking about who has the best chance to be the guy once LeBron finally retires, right? Um, so I came up with one, two, three, four... I got four, four very strong candidates that I think, right? So, <clears throat> with my first candidate that I think can be the guy or the face of the league or whatever, we got Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum has been nice as fuck for years, bro. He's been good as shit for years. If he finally takes that step into greatness, I think it's gonna people are going to have a really hard time of taking a league from him. I, I think it's just going to be his. If he can step, like, we all know he he be texting Kobe's dead number and everything and wearing the, the Kobe mama joint on his, on his forearm or whatever. If he can really fully adopt that mama mentality, 
Jason Tatum is a he he's it's his league for the taking for real. Um also I got Anthony Edwards. If you get Anthony Edwards to a big market team, it's a wrap, in my opinion. Um he got the markability and the game to match. Like the AE1 commercials are great. I love them, Johns. Like they so simple, but they're just done in the right way. Um like I love this, like I said, the simple aesthetic to it, but it it it's simple and to the point, and it showcases the shoe. I love that, and he's funny. I don't know if y'all seen the nigga on Funny Marco. I don't know really. That don't have nothing to do with basketball too much, but he's marketable. Like he he, I feel like he can definitely be the next guy if he get him to a big market team. Like imagine Anthony Edwards in like three four years, excuse me, on the Lakers. Bro, that shit's going up. It's going up. Um, also, uh, I got Devin Booker. Um, if Devin Booker stops being super light skinned off the court, I can definitely see it. Like the niggas already had like a seventy point game or something. Like he can really do it. He's he's nice. He had he definitely has the skill. He just gotta stop bitching off the court, bro. Like on and off the court, he be getting bitched up. I feel like. Nobody likes a softie, Devin. And that's how I feel like I look at you sometimes. Like, bro, you got all the skill in the world, but you be bitching sometimes, bro. Tighten the fuck up. And last but obviously not least, uh, we got Luka Doncic, the great white hope. (laughs) Um, If if Luka really locks in, it's a wrap. Like, it just go ahead, wrap a bow on it, and give the league to him. Um, they've been waiting for another great white player since Larry Bird, bro. And you would think when we have it, we would have it with Nikola Jokic, but Jokic don't want to be the fake. Like he don't want to be the guy, bro. We can all see that Jokic does not want to be the guy. <laughs> he don't like all the extra antics and shit. He just want to ball and go home to his go home to his family. And his farm in Slovenia or whatever, wherever he's from. Like, he don't be giving a fuck about all the extra shit. Um, so that's why I wouldn't put Jokic there. Um, I wanted to put Ja Morant there because, like, I just... Ja fucks himself up too much. Like, Ja has fucked himself up. Too, like, they have given this nigga passes way too many. Like, they give him twice already. So I don't really think, I can't really see him becoming the face or the guy. I can definitely see him having a really good career. But I don't I don't see Ja becoming a guy because he's already kind of burned two bridges already. And I don't think they want him to burn a third one. So I don't even think they're going to give him the opportunity to do that. And then, obviously, you know, you got Wemby. But... He still has to prove. He got to prove himself to me. Like, yeah, he, he's been balling out this year, his rookie year. Don't get me wrong. He definitely has. But I need to see, I, me personally, I need to see more before I put him in that he's the guy conversation. It sucks because I thought Zion, we all thought, for real, for real, a lot of, a lot of us thought, let's not, let's not say all, a lot of us thought that the next guy was supposed to be Zion Williamson, the way he had so much hype coming around him. But this nigga, 
he completely has dropped the ball on being the guy. So, yeah, man, like, I don't know. Get uh, those are my those are my four though: Jason Tatum, Anthony Edwards, Devin Booker, and Luka Doncic. Those are my four on who I think could be the guy after LeBron finally retires. When y'all think he's gonna retire though? Like, I was listening to Nightcap, and I think he said it on first take too. But Shannon was like, I don't, I see him getting to like maybe year 23 and wrapping it up. Um, that's not a bad, a bad guess. I would just, I'm like, bro, you right there. And I, I really don't think he's going to fall off a cliff like he's averaging like 25 points right now. In four years, I can still see him averaging somewhere between like 18 and 21 points, bro. So. I don't think LeBron is ever going to have the fall off. I think he should just do a nice a nice 25 years. Call it a call it a day. Because 23 like I get all right you 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 played that was the number that you wore. You played for 23 years. Okay, I get all that. Da, 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 da. 24 uh, that don't even make sense really. Like that's just kind of there, but 25, I feel like 25 makes the most sense. Play you t- play 25 years, play like two or three years, or like depending on if your son comes in this year or next year, but play like two to three years with your son, or at least one year with your son, and then you might play against him one year or the next two years. I think that would be dope. But um, yeah, after 25, bro, wrap it up. <laughs> Cause you can still you can still keep going. You LeBron James. You spend a million dollars on your body in the offseason. We all we know all that. But wrap it up. <laughs> At tw- year twenty five, that nigga would be he's year twenty one now. So that's four more years. He'd be forty four. He'd be forty three. Yeah, bro, that'll be it. <laughs> that's good enough. But um, nextly. I came up with this topic. Well, I got this topic from um, my uh, my guest spot with um, Entangled Thoughts. Shout out them boys again. But um, through the technical difficulties, one of our topics kind of got cut and chopped up a little bit. So the topic was, do you believe that your 10-year-old self is proud of you now? Right. And I got to talking about it or whatever. And so I'm just say here since it's kind of just like into the ether. It'll, it won't be heard unless I say it because it got cut out of the other one. But um, I would say, yes, I believe that my 10 year old self would be proud of me. Um, I'm doing pretty well for myself. I'm married. I got a baby coming on the way. I'm not broke. Um. I'm not obviously I'm not like rich or anything, but like I got I got money to pay for the shit that I need to be paid for, if that makes sense. Um Yeah, I think the only a couple things that my ten year old self would one of uh would have a bone to pick with me for is how much I smoke because I definitely was one of them, oh I don't never smoke, I'm an athlete type of fucking kids. I'm not even an athlete. I'm not even an athlete anymore. What the fuck? 
So yeah, he would probably be upset about that. Like, damn, bro, you were supposed to like go to the league, go play basketball or football or something. What you doing with your life? But then once you seen that's like, I'm happily married. We didn't have a child out of wedlock. We got married and then we're having our baby. We got two dogs because when I was 10 years old, I wanted a dog so bad, but couldn't have one. Luckily, I got one like two years later. My dad got me one when they were um, like my dad and his first wife. They lived in Sickleville. And my mom still lived in Blackwood. So dad and first wife, they got us a dog like two years later. But at 10 years old, I wanted a dog. Couldn't have a dog. I got two dogs now. Um, yeah, got a nice, nice, decent little car. Nothing too crazy. Driving in my Tessie Model 3. I've been hearing too, like sidebar, that when people see you pull up in a Tesla Model 3, they think you're either like you just came, like some people, it depends. Some people think that you rich and you bougie, right? Some people think that you basically just got out of the cycle of being like poor. So now this is like, you're not well off, but you're better off. So that's that car. <laughs> and then you got the people that just think a Tesla is like a presumptuous thing or whatever, and they think we're snobs. Yeah, I've been getting I've been getting all that from the internet, <laughs> from TikTok and Twitter and shit. It's funny to me. But um, I seen on one they was talking about it. It was like, if I see you in a Model Three, I just think that you do Uber on the weekends. <laughs> And that's funny because Uber is my job. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, back to what I was saying. Yeah, my, I think my 10-year-old self would be proud of me. Um, I'm still into a lot of the stuff that I was into when I was 10 years old. Obviously, football, basketball, wrestling, none of that has really changed. All of those, all of, like, all of my favorites from that age are kind of still my favorite now. Um, all my same snacks are the same. Like, I still love Little Debbie Honey Buns. And the Wildberry Pop-Tarts. The Wildberry Pop-Tarts are the absolute best Pop-Tart on the market. I don't want to argue with anybody. I don't want anybody to come to this video and be like, oh, no, strawberry is the best. Oh, no, brown sugar cinnamon is the best. Oh, no, blueberry. First of all, if you think blueberry is the best Pop-Tart, you have something fucking wrong with you. What is wrong with you? You fucking, some, something is wrong. I'm not saying it's terrible, but it's definitely by far not the best. Brown sugar cinnamon is such a fucking basic answer. Strawberry, basic answer. Best Pop-Tart to ever come onto the market is the Wildberry Pop-Tart, period. And I decided that at 10 years old, and I still feel that way at 29. And I dare anybody to say anything about it. Um... <laughs> But yeah, and it's funny too because when I was 10, I was in fifth grade. And in fifth grade, I had a crush on an Italian girl. <laughs> I'm not going to say her name or whatever, but now my wife is Italian. I don't know. I feel like my 10-year-old self would look at me and be like, you know what, bro? You're not doing too shabby. He would look at me like, a well-rounded adult, I believe. Now, would he be upset that I didn't make it to the league or I didn't make it as a professional sports player or a wrestler or anything like that? Probably. 
But he would realize, like, I would just have to explain to him, like, hey, bro, you got to realize we only 6-1. So we could have maybe had a chance at football, but we definitely didn't really have a chance at NBA, uh, at professional basketball. We really wasn't tall enough. Um, and I, we probably could have had professional wrestling, too, but I would have to tell him, like, listen, bro, as you grow up, you fuck your knee up a couple times. Um... You fuck your pinky up. You fuck your wrists up and everything. Professional wrestling probably isn't the best thing for you. It's just, just, just how it has to go. That's how the cookie crumbles, you know? But, um, oh, man. Nextly, um, I want to introduce a new segment that um, I'm going to be doing. Probably, I'll probably do, since I moved the top and bottom of the week to Wednesday, uh, to Friday, I'll probably do these every Wednesday, okay? So it don't have to be, yeah. Uh, so the new segment is current events. You know, current events, like back in fucking elementary school, when you had to write, you had to find a news article and write you up a synopsis, all of that stuff. Yes, I'm bringing that shit to I'ma Shut Up. So with our very first current event, we got this one right here. So, just wrote it out. L quick little one. Uh, a 35-year-old unnamed Compton man was found dead after he was reportedly attacked by his own animals. He, is, he was known in the neighborhood as a pit bull breeder, a pit bull dog breeder, yeah. Uh, his body was discovered in his backyard in one of his kennels around 7 a.m. Friday morning. He had a total of 13 dogs five puppies, and eight adults. They All the dogs are considered suspects right now. Um, they are currently in custody of the Los Angeles Animal Control per the consent of the victim's father, and they will be examined thoroughly uh, to find the culprits or culprits of, uh, of the, the death, you know, and they will ultimately be put down. So, um... Yeah, bro, that's that's fucked up. But um, Lieutenant Michael Gomez of LASD. I don't know what LASD is. I, Los Angeles Safety Department, maybe? I don't know. LASD's Homicide Bureau told the reporting news station, from my understanding and based on those that have reviewed the videos, uh, reviewed the video, it's believed that he was feeding the dogs at which what point uh at which point maybe there was an altercation between the dogs and then ultimately the dogs attacked and mauled the vit victim and he unfortunately died from his injuries. Um that is fucked up. RIP to that man. Uh bro the video the video is gruesome, so I'm not gonna put it on a visual. Uh, um, I'm not gonna put it on a visual episode. Uh, and if you want to go look it up, yeah, just look up Compton man killed by killed by dogs or whatever. And you'll find it. But um, yeah, bro, that shit is sad. But it really strikes a question. People saying like, well, they said it. It, it might have started from the altercation with the dogs or something. I don't know, bro. I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but 
in my opinion, in my small opinion, my humble opinion, however you want to take it, I think it had to be some type of neglection happening to those dogs, bro. Because why would they just attack him? Especially he got 13 dogs. He's been with dogs for years. He know like, you know how to break up and stop an altercation between your dogs when they're your dogs. There had to be some type of neglect going on there. And again, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but that's just how I feel. Um, RIP to that man. He's unnamed. They didn't put his name in any of the articles that I found. Um, I think I did see that his girlfriend or like his girlfriend or like a friend, a, a woman friend was the one who discovered him in the fucking backyard. Yeah, that shit is crazy, bro. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's the current events. Um, I didn't mean for the <laughs> sorry that the first current event was so kind of like dark and dreary, but gruesome as well. But um, yeah, I seen that story. And I was like, holy shit, I, I got to talk about it because I'm an advocate for dogs. I love dogs. I got two, even though I'll be yelling at them sometimes when they get on my damn nerves. But they deserve the they don't deserve the yells, but I feel like it's warranted sometimes. Um, <clears throat> before I go on, audio listeners, visual listeners, they can already see my hat. Shout out my hat. I'm really a wrestling fan, bro. I got the Stone Cold. I'm not going to say it's the original from the 90s because it's not. And you wouldn't even believe me because it's sitting so like it's sitting like a brand new hat. But, yeah, I got the Stone Cold boy on. Shout out to my boy. Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. <laughs> but, um, nextly, um, Drake, SZA, and Sexy Red, they dropped the music video for Rich Baby Daddy. And, um, it was cool, I guess. It wasn't a bad video. I thought it was dope. I think Drake, Drake directed it. But it really started making me feel a way. And some people can say this is hate. I don't really care. Um, I'm a Drake fan. I'm a SZA fan. And I'm a Sexy Red fan. So if you say I'm hating on people that I'm fans of, fuck it. I don't say what you say whatever you want to say. But, bro, I really think these niggas is like, they, they are cosplaying regular people. Like, like I said, the video itself was cool. It was a nice video, but it just started to make me think, like, these niggas are cosplaying regular life. Like, if you watch the video, they in a regular fucking, I don't know, like a regular suburban um, single family home, maybe. Prop, Yeah, that's what it looked like. And Drake got, like, the handheld camera. Supposed to be, like, home videos. Like, aren't regular people's home videos. I think that's like, bro, y'all done got y'all got so much fucking money and y'all done did so much shit that now y'all cosplaying regular people. And us regular people eat it the fuck up. Like, oh look, they doing stuff that we would do. No. These niggas got millions and billions of dollars. Go do some extravagant shit. Because if I or one of my music artist friends put a put a video out just like that. Niggas would ignore that shit. Oh, okay, cool, whatever. But because it's Drake, SZA, and Sexy Red, 
it's been the talk of the fucking the internet for like the past. Well, I think it dropped like last Friday or, or Friday just passed. So. I don't know, but these niggas is cosplaying regular people, and I don't know how I feel about that. Honestly, yes, I do know how I feel about it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Y'all got too much fucking money to do shit like that. And then here go us regular people eating it up. Oh, look at Drake and all. And then you dumbass nigga. A lot of you motherfuckers is dumb. Motherfuckers is really out here believing that Drake is fucking Sexy Red's baby dad. What is wrong with you fucking carpeted classroom ass people? (laughs) Fuck. But it, and it sucks too because I do I like that song. I think the song is dope. The video for itself isn't a bad video neither. I just don't like the fact that these niggas is really cosplaying regular people, bro. Like these niggas, they had like Honda minivans and shit in the video, and like you know people taking out their trash, like all regular people shit. Just for them niggas to fucking turn the cameras off and go back to their fucking multi-million dollar mansions. I don't like that. <laughs> like, I don't like it. Call me a hater all you want. I don't give a fuck. I just don't. I think, like, there's better ideas. I don't know. I don't like co- I don't like the cosplaying of regular people when you're a fucking mil- you're a multi-millionaire. And I don't I don't think I don't think Sexy Red is a multi-millionaire yet, but she's probably a millionaire. She probably got like $1.5 million or some shit in the bank somewhere. I don't know, but we know for a fact SZA and Drake have millions. I think Drake might have close to a billion. And you niggas is in a fucking, would look like a two-bedroom, one-bedroom house shooting music videos. Like, come on, bro. I don't know. I just didn't like it. <laughs> I, don't, I just didn't like it. Like I said, I'm a fan of all of them, but that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Just like I said, why? Because if a regular art, if I put that, if he as Melody put that music video out, it would get fucking ignored by everybody. But because it was Drake, SZA, and Sexy Red, it was loved and fully talked about. I don't know. It is what it is, man. But nextly, oh shit, those were all my quest. Those were all my topics. So no nextly. <laughs> um, so we'll get into some fan questions. Like I said, at the, um, at almost the end of every episode. Oh shit, blah, blah. mouth got all jumbled there. As I say, at the end of almost every episode. Whenever you see me post pod time, what's on your mind slash questions, put whatever you want to put in there right there. Whatever you want me to talk about, whatever you want to ask me, that's where you put it. It's usually on my Facebook story or my Instagram story. I'm a shut up dot pod. He is Melody. Okay. So we got three this day for today. (laughs) Messed that up a little bit, but we got three for today. Um, Jawan Stevens, he asks, who wins in a a dance battle, Chris Brown or Amarion? Um, I'm going Chris Brown 1,000%. Um, 
I'm, I'm not going to say Omarion can't dance because he definitely can dance. But Omar, Omarion annoys me with the way he dances, bro. I don't know. Omarion just like, kind of annoys me with the way he dances. I think Chris Brown, Chris Brown can definitely dance better than Omarion, in my opinion. Now, choreography, Omar, Omarion might have him there. By a smidge, but I'm still going Chris Brown, bro. Um, 1,000%, I'm going Chris Brown. And um, at SA underscore track star, uh, does your wife have a tail? <laughs> I'm, guessing you, <laughs> I'm guessing you watched that one episode. <laughs> um, no, no, she does not have a tail. <laughs> My wife does not have a tail, and I don't think she was born with one and got it removed. Nothing. She don't have one. I really think my dad was just <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I brought it up to him, right? This nigga, he gonna say, I don't know if I ever told you that, but I do remember hearing that when I was yeah. I'm like, so dad, where the fuck did you think I got it from? If you remember hearing it, but you don't remember telling me. What you what you thinking? He was like, I don't know, son. I, I was probably high as shit when I told you that shit. <laughs> oh my god, I love that nigga. He's so funny, bro. But um, yeah, my wife does not have a tail. <laughs> and um, at ISO Caden says, what's the longest you've gone without sex? Um, are we counting like? Before I ever had sex, because obviously that would be 16 years. But let's, all right. So the longest since I've, the longest I'm going without having sex. All right. So yeah, I lost my virginity when I was like, I was 16, said my freshman year. No, not my freshman year, but uh, Valentine's Day. So I think. I didn't, yeah, probably, probably that period from that Valentine's Day until like April, I didn't have no sex, and then I had sex with another girl. So remember when I was telling y'all about like who really is the owner of my virginity? It's between them. Like that was that period right there was probably the longest time that I didn't have sex because, especially like once I got older, I was just you know I kind of kept. I kept a girlfriend, and then when I didn't have a girlfriend, I kept a nice little rotation. So, yeah, I would probably say that period right there from 16, when I was 16, probably like a two-month period. In my adult life, let's say, in my adult life, it's probably been, longest I've probably gone, it's probably like a week, maybe something like that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I would say about a week in my adult life. But, um, yeah, man, I'm going to shut up, though. Those are all my questions and my topics for today. Um, the song of the day is New Bitch by me. He is Melody, of course. Um, I want you to make sure you like, follow, comment, share, retweet, repost, subscribe. Tell a friend, text somebody, 
call somebody on the phone, send a carrier pigeon, all of that great stuff for this podcast so this podcast can grow. I want you to make it a great day or not. The choice is yours, little bitch. Rapido, rapido. <laughs> this beat made me feel like it. Look. I said my new bitch make me forget my old bitch name and she a little bougie. And she real smart and she give good brain. That pussy juicy. She fuck me so good I go insane. You must be stupid. If you think you can take my bitch from me, let's go. My new bitch make me forget my old bitch name and she a little bougie. And she real smart and she give good brain. That pussy juicy. She fuck me so good I go insane. You must be stupid. If you think you can take my bitch from me, let's go. My girl freaky freaky. Love it when I eat it, hit it from the back, I leave her leaky leaky Take dick like a pro, whisper in my ear, say baby go deeper deeper So I put it in her chest, and she scream out yes Now she need a break, the dick for her to sleep, but I ain't tired yet I'm rolling up some weed, big woods only, two girls in them bed, and I'm in the middle I'm feeling like Moni, niggas look dirty, call you Mick Foley Get into the chicken, pocket full of poultry I run up the bag like you never seen, my girl just make the girl I get in between I first hit the gas when I was 16, all this smoke in my lungs I don't fuck with the lean, smooth nigga Been with my girlfriend for like three years I'm still her new nigga I switch it up, they can't keep up That's how I do, nigga Can't remember my exes, my past is erased Cause me and my girl, we click very first date So don't ask me about what's in it I said my new bitch Make me forget my old bitch name And she a little bougie And she real smart and she give good brain That pussy juicy She fuck me so good, I go insane You must be stupid If you think you can take my bitch from me Let's go My new bitch Make me forget my old bitch name And she a little bougie And she real smart and she give good brain That pussy juicy She fuck me so good, I go insane You must be stupid If you think you can take my bitch from me Let's go